At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea where she entered Zachariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ear, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promise to her. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he's been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months, and then she returned home. Now, Elizabeth had been a minor character so far. She's introduced along with her husband, Zachariah, descendant of Aaron, righteous in the sight of God, blamelessly observing the commands. Yet they are childless because of Elizabeth's barrenness. And then right after that, the scene shifts to Zachariah at the temple and Elizabeth fades into the background. We're not even sure that she travels with him to Jerusalem. And then after Gabriel's announcement of this John and after Zechariah returns home, Elizabeth steps back onto stage and we learn that she is pregnant. And then she goes into seclusion for five months. And then it shifts to Gabriel's next earthly visit, this time to Mary in a forgotten, forsaken part of the world and the announcement of another baby. And we get the sense that as soon as Mary could, she was ready to leave Galilee and head to the hill country to see if what Gabriel said about her aged cousin was true, but more to see if what the angel said about her was true or not. And Mary sets out with haste and she hurries to the hill country. It seems she runs right past Zechariah. She, she gets to his home, but she greets Elizabeth. And this greeting is significant. We've been comparing and contrasting an aged man and a young maiden, each visited by an angel in very different settings, similar message. And our focus now shifts and swings to an aged woman and a young maiden whose miraculous pregnancies have brought them together. John is in the womb for six months. As best we can figure, Jesus just beginning his gestation. And when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, it came about that the baby within Elizabeth leaped in her womb. With great energy, great joy, John prenatally leaps raw, unrestrained joy because of the presence of God in Mary. This expression calls to my mind the times that I've traveled through Lexington, Kentucky horse farm after horse farm and pasture after pasture, acreage enclosed with those black wooden fences stretching out Kentucky Horse Park, 
And inevitably, there is a pasture with a foal and his mother, and the mother, her head is bowed, and she's munching the grass and picking at it and chewing and sniffing and snorting for the next bite, oblivious to much else. And the foal is just leaping around, jumping and bucking, running here and there, exploring the world. Here in Missouri, plenty of Angus cattle farms, and I like looking at the herds as I drive past, so lovely, dark forms dotted against the rolling hills. And again, mothers just munching away, and the calves are leaping and bouncing and kicking about. This is joy. And this is the only place in the New Testament that this particular word is used. And this moment is not lost on those two faithful cousins, because they can, in part, begin to see how these two impossible situations, two miraculous annunciations, two simple women are now being brought into God's great story. Because this is not just about the birth of a couple more cousins. This is about God coming among them and through them. And this infuses this scene with meaning and purpose beyond itself. I just want to remind you that the presence of God is an occasion for joy. Joy is an attribute of God, our Creator, the one in whose image and likeness we are made. Scripture says that the Lord rejoiced at the work of His creation. He stepped back and surveyed His work. He was filled with joy. The Bible speaks about the Lord having great joy for his redeemed people wherever they are, anywhere in time. We are for him a joy. And joy is not the result of pursuing pleasure. That's self-indulgence. That's hedonism. That's a dead end. Joy is the result of recognizing God's presence among us. God in all of heaven rejoices when one who is lost is found. Jesus says, we will have pain now, but we will see him again, and our hearts will rejoice, and no one can take that joy from us. He says that he came so that our joy can be complete. Fruit of the Spirit is love. What's joy? Peace, patience, kindness, goodness. Joy is connected with recognizing God's presence among us, and it is not dependent upon circumstances. Hebrews tells us that it was for the joy set before him that Jesus endured the cross. It was for the joy set before him that he scorned its shame and sat down at the right hand of the Father. And James, he wisely counsels, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of any kind, joy because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, joy, and that perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, joy, and not lacking anything. The presence of God is an occasion for joy. Can you imagine God's people leaping for joy, skipping like rams? unbridled foals, enjoying the gift of God's arrival and presence. God's presence is an occasion for joy.